0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. Hi, Arthi. So nice to see you after so long. <laughs>
1: I missed you I truly did do you want to hear what I did yeah. last week was there was a eclipse and a full moon which tends to make me completely crazy so guess what I did okay oh, there there was a call out for fosters for puppies and I oh, said sure I'll take two <gasps> I know Harold wasn't enough Harold and Bella. So Bella they weren't yeah. enough? No. Oh, so I now said, oh, you've got four two puppies. In the house? It's fine. So, Oh, my gosh. They said they're coming from Texas. If somebody in Texas, you have to confirm, because my husband thinks it's like a puppy mill. And it's really, they're just coming from Virginia. And they're pretending they're, like, rescuing these puppies from Texas. But they're really just popping off puppies. And this is my husband's theory, that there's uh, some, some guy who is like having a puppy mill. All these puppies are being birthed. And then the puppies then come here and they pretend that they are puppies that have been rescued from Texas, where apparently Texas has a huge problem with stray dogs and just dogs in general. And that they come all the way here, but they're not really. And the reason this is happening is because PetSmart and Petco want to sell more puppy food. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! Like this is the. <laughs> He's like this is what's happening. It's like <laughs> they want to sell more <laughs> products. And so they make these puppies and then that's where, like, what is this? They're like a whole truck full of, so this van, the van came and the van had like, truly, they had a mother who had just given birth. So she had eight puppies and then they were, they were like five cats and about eight or nine pups all
0: coming from Texas. And he's Mm. like, there's no way this is happening. This is, this is a puppy mill somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so initially, when you started telling the story, I was like, okay, so your husband is pet koan on. But yeah. as you've continued to tell the story, yeah, it definitely, like, who is volunteering to drive from Texas to Maryland? So the rescue here that we rescue we got our other dogs from. This
1: is wonderful woman who has partners in Texas. And so what they do is they have, like, four people that make a run every week. They drive from Texas. They come here. They drop the pups and whatever dogs or cats that need to be adopted they drop them they go all the way till Pennsylvania and they have multiple drops as they go along they get donations and they get food and everything else for the rescues down in Texas and they carry all of that back so and apparently this is a network that pays them to do so they seem perfectly nice people they're like so nice okay. and so knowledgeable well, great,
0: great news about me is that one I have no scruples so I'll just change my mind in a second also I don't know anything about dog ownership or how the dog network works or whether it's rescues or petco or the mills so I believe whatever you want me to believe Artie so if you're telling me that your <laughs> are actually coming from texas i'm not gonna that's say what, otherwise
1: it's so been the battle for the past two days my husband has been annoying me with all these stories and trying to <laughs> convince me otherwise and i'm like no I, you're making me think that there's cruella deville sitting somewhere sending all these pups imagine- here and there's like a puppy mill industrial complex that
0: i keep imagining your husband in in your basement with the puppies on one side and then he's on the other side and he's got like brisket cowboy boots a cowboy hat like longhorns just like, uh, so like a little miniature like one of those like big ass Texas press, like a Ford F-150 and he's just like waiting. He's got like a notebook in his hand and he's making notes about like did the puppy react to this piece of Texas? Like that's what I imagine is happening. He's got a big like he's got a board he with would, strings. He would
1: probably he, he, that's how close he is. He's probably going to do that. Oh um, yeah.
0: <laughs> I just—I don't even know what the puppies look like, but in my mind, they're like little baby bulldogs. <laughs> <It's> so cute. <laughs> Well so I got two
1: puppies and one of them got adopted right away the very next day. Somebody came uh-huh. and adopted him. Because uh-huh. he's like fat and plump and he's a boy. So everybody Aww. is like, Oh, he's oh. so cute and they're the the girl that I got, the bitch that I got, she is like <laughs> so tiny and she's thin and she's like she has the saddest eyes. Aww. And I'm like, I have to plump you up because I'm like, I feel like a pimp,
0: I'm like eat more <laughs> you're not you're not pretty enough for anybody <laughs> oh, no. it's like it's like you don't want to make her self-conscious of her body like no honey you're beautiful i know you guys are sad because you've seen a lot of shit and it's so unfair that your brother just because your brother is like what a boy he got picked up so fast like you don't want to give her a complex either so like yeah, i get my, it my daughter was like of course the girl didn't get picked up <laughs> I love that. I, I was, was like, yes, like, it's the patriarchy, this. isn't it, or the pup triarchy <laughs> that made this happen. The Maya's already on top of it. Right. <laughs> so that's right, what I've well, been dealing with. <laughs> what's her name? Have you given now when you have a foster dog, do you give them a name? No,
1: because they come with paperwork. So you have to keep the name that they come with. So the boy was called Spanky. <laughs> oh and the girl is was called sammy
0: so okay sammy i guess okay poor sammy she's like of course my brother gets a cool name like <laughs> sammy no. and my name is sammy like that bitch from the jersey Shore. thanks guys <laughs> one of my one of my daughter's friends came over to play with the pup and she's like is she samantha or sammy <laughs> that's a great question <laughs> That's an excellent <laughs> question. That's so true. Uh, like, what is it, she, she, is it short for? Is like, it Samsonite? Like, what? She didn't come from Sex in the City. She's from Jersey Shore. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, that's not what we're talking about today, is are these. But today we are going to talk about uh, Married to Medicine and Shaw's of Sunset. But before we get into that, last week on the podcast, we had Chelsea from Ono Bravo. And we did add a disclaimer about the Real Houses of New Jersey reunion that we did not talk about the sexual harassment issue. So I wanted to talk to you about it today, Arthy. And for the listeners, if you would like to not listen to this conversation because it is too triggering, you can look at the timestamps in the episode description. You can just skip ahead to when we start talking about Shots of Sunset.
1: Oh my god. So
0: you had to make the transition from puppies. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and also not even just like puppies, like you're like, like trying to sex up s- your puppy. puppy. Like <laughs> you're trying to suss her like uh. you her up to- <laughs> So inappropriate. It's okay. so inappropriate okay but you guys know we're ladies okay we're ladies who we're women who support other women yeah and we are we we're just we got the giggles but this is not a matter of <laughs> giggles it was but we're gonna laugh because we're awkward brown women and that is what we do when we're faced in uncomfortable situations but Jesus Christ Teresa uh, fucking Judice, what the fuck okay it's not even Jesus Christ Teresa it's Jesus Christ Andy Cohen yeah I mean, why? Hey, why? <sighs> I mean, at the very least, I feel like can you just
1: edit that out? Yeah, can you just fucking edit that out? You edit out so much shit. Could you not have just edited that out? Mm-hmm. Because it is triggering to everybody watching. On top of it, you are not capable of. I'm I'm talking to Andy straight.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking yeah, yeah.
1: Direct to him. He's not capable of approaching any of these sensitive issues Mm-mm. with any gravitas or any Mm-mm. sensibility. So why nope. why even, A, why don't you cut it off and change the subject? If you're not capable of that, just correct her and say that she cannot be saying that kind of shit. That's not how yeah. it works. That's not yeah. how abuse works. That's not how molestation works. That's not how rape works. That's not how yeah. any of that works. She's such a dodo bird. But Andy's just tolerating it, and Bravo is tolerating it, and then they they show it for ratings' sake. They get a thrill out yeah. of putting this on. That's the part that makes me so uncomfortable about yeah. all of what Bravo is doing is that they're doing that because they want the ratings.
0: Yeah. Initially, Andy brings up this thing about the sexual harassment thing because it comes up along the conversation that Jennifer Eden <laughs> is being slut shaming, mm-hmm. and she is being terrible in the things that she's talking about, and Which so the- is but she was which she is, absolutely she, yeah. jennifer aiden is a mess yeah she's just calling so her a concubine which yes, is also messy. marge is marge is also a mess jennifer is also a mess mm-hmm. marge is a mess in some ways and jennifer's a mess in another ways both are extremely problematic now the conversation about sexual harassment comes up and here's what else was insane to me so it comes up fucking andy 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 who has hosted how many years of reunions how many different shows where he literally starts the conversation with nice boobs like yeah. earlier in the conversation they're talking about dolores's vagina right. so he's asking these women if they've ever been sexually harassed at work they're at work right now andy right. and of course what happens then in those situations is for women like Teresa, who are already so fucking dumb that they think that if that was me i would never be in the I would never let somebody do that to me. Like as if she thinks that it's like a, this person's just like willing to just sleep with their Mm -hmm. boss. Like, no, that's not how that works. So you already have somebody who's dumb enough like that. And there's people who are watching who are as dumb as Teresa, we know. Then on top of that, Andy's asking these questions about sexual harassment, even though he does a fair amount of sexual harassment at work. And what happens in those situations is now you're defining what sexual harassment means by excluding things that you do, Andy, which is so dangerous for women who are not sure if they're being assaulted or not, or women who feel uncomfortable about being in certain situations at work. Now, wh- now a woman can't advocate for herself and say, whoa, I, th- I think that if I feel uncomfortable at work, then that's okay for me to say, no, this is sexual harassment. But Andy just like fumbling and not just, I can't just say Andy because Andy's dumb enough, but you're right. The editors like them just kind of bundling it all up in one thought was just insane. And then Andy follows up like six seconds later talking about Oh Teresa, did you cheat on Joe when he was in jail? Joe Judas isn't on the fucking show anymore. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about who Teresa fucked while mm-hmm. her husband was in prison? Right. Like it was just all of it was just so insane to me and you know what the saddest part about it is we know that there's people who are watching and are on the internet that were like this suddenly got not fun this suddenly is triggering me and it's being dealt with as if Teresa doesn't know what analogies Mm -hmm. are. And she also Mm -hmm. doesn't know what sexual harassment is. Like all of it was bad. Also, why even bring up certain topics if they're not part of the
1: show? I know Marge wrote the book and it was part of the show, but he never had us. He, he didn't have her on watch what happens live. Did he to talk about the book? That is the, that is the venue where it is one-on-one where he could have brought it up and she could have explained, and it would have been a much more, I, hopefully, I, you never know with Andy, but yeah. it could have been a much better venue to talk but this is not a competition it's not like Mm. who else got their lips done who else got harassed at work that's not how this is not the similar kind of conversation what the fuck are you doing talking about that and posing a question of that sort Mm -mm. and giving Teresa a platform to even respond with her idiocy she is such a fucking moron she really is She's a moron, but she's so harmful. And the fact that she's tolerated and not called a moron outright in that instance is the reason that she thinks she's not. And she will keep coming back and she'll keep doing this dumb shit over and over and over again.
0: Exactly. And I think that a lot of people view Teresa's stupidity as like, ha funny, cute, like Sonia Morgan. Like, no, this mm-hmm. bitch has been to whole ass jail. Right. Like, and I'm not saying people who go to prison are all dangerous people, obviously. But what I'm saying is Teresa isn't like this innocent bird that doesn't know what she's doing. She flipped a fucking table. She mm-hmm. becomes the Incredible Hulk. She's a very dangerous person. And on top of that, even the way she kind of defends herself... It is with a tinge of rage. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell because I think in those situations, she knows that she doesn't know the right answer. She knows that she looks stupid and she almost gets defensive. She's so worried about coming off dumb that she just instead you can see her anger about mm-hmm. her fear of being it's of like coming she, off dumb.
1: she digs her heels in harder mm-hmm. and deeper because she wants to say that no no no. i know what i'm talking about i know exactly what i'm talking about don't you even think that i'm dumb okay i mm-hmm. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. is what i'm saying but she doesn't get it that it do- mm-hmm. it only makes her look and sound even more obnoxious than she is yeah Ugh.
0: I wish her old hairline comes back. One, she's got a substantial amount of hair. Mm -hmm. Two, my mustache will tell you that not enough amount of laser hair removal can actually make hair that thick go away. (laughs) So so my point is, yeah, I think it could come back. That's what I wish happens to her. (laughs) You know, I think the thing I worry about the most is that she's raising four daughters. She is four daughters and the statistically
1: they are going to experience this
0: yeah exactly it's it's stacked it's, against yeah, them
1: it's, so yeah so and and she's <sighs> going to handle it poorly or the girls yeah. will not have somebody to lean on and she to be a mother of four daughters and to have this kind of attitude and this kind of opinion is just terrible terrible and nobody is calling
0: her out as much i didn't see a lot mm-hmm. of outrage online no. either i no. saw some but i didn't see a lot so clubhouse was on fire Mm -hmm. A lot of people were talking about it there. Mm -hmm. I think a lot, I think you know it's so annoying. It's like I think a lot of people are really angry, but then like another new thing happened. Like you saw, for example, Jen Shaw has mm-hmm. started started her cousin started a GoFundMe because <laughs> she just all they needed was ten thousand people mm-hmm. to donate two hundred and fifty dollars. I know because she needed two point five million dollars right. for legal fund. This is right. a woman that spent how many hundred thousands thousands of dollars on parties on her first season of of her house of Salt Lake City.
1: Ten thousand people that like Jen Shah and. Think that she is innocent and are willing to dig in and have $250 to donate to that fund. What kind of, you know, cockamamie, cockamamie is. is a great word. Yes. Yeah. That's the kind of shit this is. Like, what? Who? Are- she doesn't have 10 people who would lend her $250. Like, I know. What is it? What is it? What is she, what does her cousin think this is going to happen? This is just another scam on top of the scam, right? It's yes, just another it's scam. scam. That's the part. I know. It's a scam lasagna is what yes, it is. Yes. It's another layer of scam. <laughs> I was thinking like a scam, you know, another
0: uh, scoop of ice
1: cream, right? On the Oh, course. nice. It's like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Scam- also supposed to show how like you like sugar, right? You like me uh, sh- You like dessert? Yes, I do yeah and i, I love lasagna. Like sugar so
1: much but i do I, I i'm craving ice cream
0: right now you're craving ice cream i'm craving lasagna look at that <laughs> so um well the good news is gofundme took it down because you know bravo fans were like fuck you bitch yeah. they read the fine print and you're not allowed to like raise money if yeah. you're under investigation for criminal it's
1: like and and that was like <laughs> <laughs> okay, the other thing was that it, the money was going to go to the lawyers so they could be paid to read 1 million documents. I know,
0: I oh, know. that was
1: the <laughs> thing. I was like, "How about you give us the one million documents? I'm sure we can find ten thousand people who would be willing to sit down and read through the documents. You know, all of us would be interested in that. I would so- love to read. I, you know what? I will read all one million myself. And Wait. you have to pay me. I will read it on my podcast every day, or on
0: Clubhouse. I will have a continuous Clubhouse where I will just read the one million documents." It's a- Somebody, somebody, I think we know somebody who knows somebody who's working on the investigation. So maybe right. I can ask. if We can get a copy of those documents. Yeah, bitch, we will read it on Clubhouse twenty four seven. Do it for free. Some people have twenty four hour, uh seven days a week Clubhouse rooms to make peace in the Middle East. Not the Middle us. East? No, 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 no. We're no, gonna no. read Jen no, no. Gen- <laughs> Shaw's legal documents. And by the way, the funniest thing about that was also they're like, oh, there's so many documents that are going yeah. to prove that she could. Committed this crime that we need to read <laughs>
1: so uh, the to so, me
0: so GoFundMe Shut It Down. <laughs> Before they shut it down, only one person had donated <laughs> I was like, I the fuck it's the, that? It was the one staffer, the one guy. Maybe it was two. I think it was coach. He was like, "You're a fucking ghost." Fuck it. it could be a yeah. friend who's like, "What if it's Walter?" What, <laughs> Walter. <laughs> Walter? How funny would it be if it was actually Mary Cosby? Oh, she was like, that Here. would be Here's hilarious! Yeah, <laughs> uh, that would be funny. That would be funny. Well, let's talk about, would you like to talk about Mary to Medicine first or Shaw's of Sunset?
1: We could talk about both, but I want to take a pause here. And talk about the fact that we have a thousand followers
0: on Instagram. (laughs) Oh my God, I know. (laughs) How did that happen? Well, first of all, I'd like to thank a couple of our Instagram followers who are also big podcast accounts or big Bravo accounts like Bravo by Brett and Oh No Bravo and what else is going on podcast and dumpster dive ken drake for housewives marvel 2 podcast like they're just they're so sweet they're so supportive yeah so lovely and so we just first we we thank them we thank everybody for liking us and our pod daddies i know pod daddies of course Uh, And giving us a big bump there we're still coming down from that high yeah i still and then rv did you know that we're almost at thirty thousand downloads on our podcast since october yeah seriously i yeah can you fucking believe that like i stopped counting at 10 because i was so excited about 10k listens or 10k downloads and now it's almost at thirty thousand. and we've only been doing this since what so it's only been like seven eight months wow we've been doing it for eight months okay wow i didn't realize that (laughs) i feel like i'm more excited and you're like shit i wasted eight months of my time with this bitch no i'm like my uh, my
1: midlife crisis has been going on for eight
0: months you're like i was sure this was gonna be done in like eight weeks (laughs)
1: <laughs> Congratulations, Noor.
0: Congratulations, arty Thank you. I do nothing but sure. <laughs> okay, before we get into Married to Medicine and Shazza Santa, also, I do want to tell you guys that this week, Family Karma is coming back. We're going to be recapping that. And then there is going to be a Family Karma recap room in clubhouse which the family karma cast girls indra and dina they're the ones that run that we will sometimes be coming into that occasionally yeah. we have to figure out our schedules but yeah you can find arty and i in there every maybe every thursday night
1: yeah try and um, we'll be there
0: yes exactly and so yeah there you go that's the that on that okay let's talk about Mary to medicine this is like they're trying to make me like contessa okay thank you i okay so this episode contessa goes to therapy anila talks to her daughter about being proud of being indian lisa nicole <laughs> lisa nicole does the most plans a yeah. post-march on washington town hall event mm-hmm. It, it's which a is basically party.
1: her hall right like her town hall event was really her hall I mean she was planning an event
0: I don't know too- what it was but there was a party to plan the town hall which was fancier than any other party we've seen mm-hmm. on the show so far yeah. which was hilarious so Okay, let's talk about Contessa. So Scott and Contessa, we know that Scott says, I'm not going to therapy. Contessa says, all right, I'm just going to go real hard on therapy then. Mm-hmm. And then we sh- we see Scott talking to the boys. And actually, one of the things I love about Married to Medicine is that there are these very honest conversations. But I do like the fact that it's these black men sitting in a room talking to each other about what to do in this situation. And there's nobody really pressuring Scott to be like... Right you have to go to therapy. Yeah. They're kind of just saying like, look, this is what worked for us. And in a lot of communities of people of color, men aren't going to automatically go to therapy. This Correct. is a lot of times therapy. We've also seen i married to medicine. Obviously we saw the, it was last week where I had that dinner with the couples, but we've seen this a lot. on married to yeah. medicine and people think it's weird, but it's actually really, really common in a lot of black communities, especially that people from the church, couples from the church, they won't necessarily go to individual counseling, but they will instead sit and meet with each other. We saw Quad yeah. and Gregory do it. So it's a very I, I like that it shows that. We
1: saw it happening on um, Potomac as well. Yeah. They do that a lot. But also I think it is a very positive thing to watch these accomplished men think about and put in some effort into their marriages. Yeah, And not just walk away and actually think about what they're feeling and where they stand and where their wife stand where their relationship stands the very fact that they are even discussing it amongst themselves and to each mm-hmm. other that in itself is a big deal because you know in our community we mm-hmm. never talk about our no marriage to each other we never talk about our relationships with no. each other everything is always hunky dory you show up yeah. you smile and laugh and you walk go back home you know you don't
0: air your dirty laundry basically I think in my generation especially South Asian American communities mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot more of us I wouldn't say airing out our dirty laundry but there's a but, lot more yeah. honest conversation happening but that's sure. what
1: I mean that they yeah. think it's airing dirty laundry yes yes but exactly. that's what I, I mean does. it's not yeah. that they are discussing feelings and relationships and all of that they think of it as you don't talk about yes. stuff that's happening behind the door behind closed sure, doors for sure, but sure. you Experience with that is different from mine, right? Yeah. So my husband is not going to talk about his feelings to any of his buddies. He's not mm. going to talk about his marriage. He plays golf with the same three guys for the past five, four, five years. I, I doubt they even know what goes on and what my full name is and what I do. <laughs> I don't think they even talk about their wives they just talk about the game and each other but not really their wives so they don't talk about relationships at all so but it's different for your uh, experience because
0: you grew up here and you're open more open to understanding but you know what's funny is as you started saying this when it's couples together the Mm -hmm. women will do yap 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 yap, and we'll Mm -hmm. air all of our shit out with our husbands Mm -hmm. there and everybody and the men will sort of make a joke and that's the only time I've seen any guy Even talk about it openly, but most of the time, yeah, it is the women. Like it's so funny. You were as you were saying this, I realized. So we've got a group of friends here; they're all couples, and all the husbands are in a group text, and all the wives are in a group text. Mm -hmm. And we found out through one of the wives Mm -hmm. that she and her husband were splitting up. Okay, and (gasps) this is before the pandemic. Yeah, and it was like right before the pandemic, we found out that they were splitting up. Did you know it was coming? She had kind of hinted at being unhappy. Yeah, we but we knew that she was going to maybe do a separation yeah so she said that they were going to separate there was a whole move it was yeah. a whole thing and i we knew all the details the women we knew all the details all the stuff mm-hmm. the husbands mm-hmm. nobody has said a damn word he was like no we talk all the time about sports and you know politics still? and stocks, still? but they nobody about it still nobody nobody ah! from the group has said mm. hey man heard you got divorced last year like no there's it's always like oh well he moved but nobody talks about why he moved or like yeah or they'll be like oh he has the kids this weekend but they don't talk about why he has the kids this weekend i do know my husband sent a text to him to be like hey man hope things are good let me know if you need anything yeah which is also like so fucking vague Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Men are weird is my long story short. Brown men especially don't talk about their feelings. Watching Mm -hmm. grown black men who are accomplished actually talk about their feelings on TV is lovely. It is. Tell me about how your feelings for Contessa have evolved.
1: A, first of all, when she was doing her, when she was meeting with the therapist, I for sure thought she was going to make a big drama about it and sob and... And, you know, really go extra. But she didn't, which made me think that this is real. And it was relatable. Uh
0: Now, here's the thing. Obviously, her therapist is a professional. But I did not arrive at the conclusion that Scott is like her dad. Uh But it's... Instead, I arrived at the conclusion that Contessa is hoping for her husband to fulfill her heart the way her dad is. He might be giving 85 90%, but that 10% that he's not giving is so loud to her because she went through this experience with her father not giving her the attention that she wants. Right. She's seeking attention. She's seeking like validation.
1: Validation. But she's seeking validation from her father. But she's putting Scott in that position. Yes. Scott is thinking, I am a good father yeah but he's not thinking that he needs to have that i don't want to say paternal kind of validation but that's what she is seeking it is she doesn't know
0: yeah it is it's like a it's paternal, parental. It's just... Parental. Yeah. It's like nurturing. Nurturing is what she learns. Yeah. And I think that's like a really big breakthrough because that's what I learned also in therapy Mm -hmm. is when I was going through like the first time I was diagnosed with depression and actually went to therapy in a constructive way, I realized that I one of the parts of my depression that would always like trigger and wake up was... My relationship and how I always felt like my husband is so great. He fits all of the things, but I'm just miserable around him sometimes. Mm -hmm. What was really happening was I was depressed. My husband is great, Mm -hmm. but I kept blaming my sadness on him because I still have a lot of unresolved sadness from growing up. And mm-hmm. going through experiences with my family,
1: yeah, the husband being great with the kids and being a good husband and all of that. Actually, tr- sometimes it like subconsciously reminds you of what your father was. It.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Oh my
1: god, girl. So that's
0: the trigger. Oh. That's I'll it. Give,
1: I'll give you a minute.
0: <laughs> that's it. That's the yeah. damn.
1: Yeah, that shook my brain.
0: Yeah, so it's
1: just it's just a reminder of like, oh, I wish. I had seen this growing up. And it's
0: like. Yeah. And it's almost like maybe with Scott, she sees Scott be a hands on dad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's a really good dad. You went away for school and yeah. he was a great dad. He stepped up. And instead yeah, of but appreciating. He also said,
1: but he also said he was this close to walking out on her because she walked away. He was like, I was done. So he was also close. Yeah, but in the marriage, but that also feels like abandonment to her. Like, oh my father left and now you are planning to leave as well. You yeah. are leaving at the first drop, first stressful situation that we are having. You you want to leave as well. You want to abandon me. Oh man. Poor Contessa.
0: So Look that's that. where
1: she's unhappy. And I think Scott doesn't want to talk about it because he doesn't want to face that he might have said something shitty or that he might have to step up or that Contessa is going through some real bad shit that he needs to support her on. Yeah. He just doesn't want to deal with it because he is he's just tired and so he doesn't want to do that and so that's something that's on him he needs to step up and be there for her yeah. but also she needs to understand that she may always be a little unhappy about the whole situation for a while She's not. it's not going to disappear
0: overnight yeah you have to keep working on it and yeah. I do like the fact that she said okay before if I can't convince him to go to therapy let me work on myself which is a really important mm-hmm. and self-aware thing too because our, one of our issues with Contessa was always that it seems like she thinks that she's perfect and mm-hmm. everybody else around her is not doing enough or at least that's how we you and I picked up on it so the fact that she decides to go to therapy is a big sign that she's actually looking to work on herself
1: that's true I think everybody has to work on themselves but yeah when when the issue is a relationship especially a marriage it's still one-sided. Yeah, you can do. Sure. You uh, uh, one person can do all the work they need, and at the end of it, if they don't, if they cannot fix the situation, they're only left with one solution, which is leave the situation because there yeah. is no hope in fixing it. So, because it, 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 you get into a very sharp fork in the road, and that's a hard thing to
0: to navigate. So Anila has this conversation with her daughter and her nanny, I guess Miss Gomez. Mm-hmm. She tells her that her daughter ariana had said to her i wish i had blue eyes yeah and i wish i was white or something like that and so anila has like a really you know come to jesus moment because she feels like she needs to talk to her daughter about this thing that she she herself has has experienced now i want to say ariana is a little ladu and i want to eat her up (laughs) She, okay, is. she is she's a perfect little round, round she's round, a perfect round. little baby she was sitting at the counter and she was eating like some sort of roti. curry with roti oh, roti and dahi. <laughs> oh she yeah. was so cute she was so cute so i love her okay i think she's so yeah. sweet i mm-hmm. actually really like the conversation anila had with her of trying to empower her and tell her like no you're beautiful yeah. and it's great and all yeah. this stuff but god arthy you know what drove me crazy her hair because that's all. okay her her hair was so crazy but (laughs) anila is having this conversation with her daughter Mm -hmm. about trying to tell her like you should be proud of your hair and your brown Mm -hmm. eyes and your brown skin and all this stuff okay her daughter wishes that she had blue eyes Mm -hmm. anila while she's having this conversation with her daughter blue blue fucking contacts. contacts yes blue contacts yes I was like okay yeah no wonder your daughter wishes that she had blue eyes because she just sees her mother doing it herself. i was so wishing her daughter would say but you have blue eyes i was i was she's not gonna say that she's a scared little brown kid you don't talk back to your mother like that but i know she thought it because she's gonna bring ariana's gonna bring that up in therapy when she's like 25 She's going to be like, and by the way, my mom was on a TV show and she had a really big Instagram account and she would talk all the time about how I should be proud of who I am, but she would face tune her face to look white Mm -hmm. and wear blue contacts. Yeah. And it was just like. I I thought this is like, uh, I was
1: hoping that this would be more of a a moment for her to realize what and how she does things impacts her daughter because it's not just what they see outside. It's also what they see at home.
0: If you
1: come off as insecure in your own skin, the kids pick up on that too. And I think that's uh, that's something that Anila needs to pay attention to. What bothered me through that whole scene was her hair. She's like, Anila, you're Indian. You have good hair. That's the one thing we can be proud of. We have hair and lots of it everywhere. We have good hair. You don't have to have extensions in that. No, It looks so heavy. She could barely sit there. And then they were like rolling down. And that's the hair she wore. To the party afterwards. I was like, oh, you don't need that much hair, Anilla.
0: I know. It's a you, lot.
1: She's a, she's a tiny woman, and it was like so overwhelming. I'm like, eh.
0: yeah, it was a lot. So they go to this party. Lisa Nicole mm-hmm. throws, and av- <sighs> she's trying to throw a town Okay, so here's the math Lisa Nicole it wants to throw a town hall before the election, and she asked Simone to work with her on it. Or really, Simone? it's Simone's idea. Mm -hmm. She talks to Lisa Nicole about it. Next thing you know, Lisa Nicole has done all the stuff, put her name, slapped her name on everything, and Simone is like, well, then you didn't really need my help because you did Mm -hmm. it all by yourself. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, no, no. I need your help. So she invites all the girls over to plan. There's no planning that happens. It's just some big fancy dinner at Lisa Nicole's house. I was like, bitch, you were trying so hard to get back on the show. And also, the way she tells Simone is it is supposed
1: to be their event together... Yeah, You're supposed to be hostess together. Mm-hmm. And she asks Simone if she wants to be on a panel. You don't ask the host if they want to be yeah. on a panel. Yeah. You ask the guest if they want to be on a panel. So that's yes. where she's like, that's a great panel? Mm-hmm. I am the one running it. So if I wanted to be on a panel, I would put myself on a panel. You don't have to ask me that. <laughs> but this is like, what are you trying to do? But then she just goes overboard, doesn't she? She has somebody no. playing the
0: piano. It's Very so obnoxious.
1: Badly. Very badly, Everybody keeps too.
0: coming in. They're like, are we underdressed? I'm wearing jeans. Yeah, like, this is yeah, a planning is party, it? right? What yeah. the fuck is going on? There's it's a so guy intense. with
1: drinks at the door.
0: It was just an awkward party. It was, awkward. it was just such an awkward party. And then we see Lisa Nicole and fucking Heavenly go at it. You know, the thing with Heavenly is that she is always wrong. <laughs> almost always wrong. Until but she's the funny correct. thing about- but it's like, she, unless like she's every correct once in a while, yeah. Every like once, once in a while, she's clock she's is
1: right twice a day.
0: Right? What is that? <laughs> a broken clock is t- right, twice, right a day. twice a day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she, so there's that part of it. But then it's like you know, there's every I have every reason to be mad at Heavenly right now. But Lisa and Nicole is so annoying yeah. that I'm like I for some reason I'm siding with Heavenly and I yeah. don't understand why. Yeah. It was very confusing.
1: Yeah. So Lisa Nicole says that she, do you think Lisa Nicole was working with Oprah like directly or through Gail? Okay. Not even
0: through Gail. No, no, no. (laughs) She was not working. She knows somebody who knows somebody who once interned at Own and like, or like O Magazine. Yeah. And like, like, I'm
1: working with Oprah. And she starts, like, name-dropping everybody. And then Carrie says, oh, wait, 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 wait. Is this, like, when
0: I used to work with Mariah <laughs> Carey? I was like, I didn't even under." I was like, I don't know if she's going to elaborate like, on it, what's happening. That, I don't think anybody understood. They didn't understand. Is she pulling Lisa Nichols like there? Because she was laughing she, too.
1: Yeah, or is she is she being serious
0: right now? Do we laugh at this or not laugh at this? Yeah. <laughs> Such an awkward so awkward, awkward. Yeah. no but they do so they get into this big fight and for mm-hmm. sure heavenly has fat shame lisa nicole so for lisa sure. nicole in turn kind of fat shames heavenly back which yeah. i'm like that doesn't make it right but ultimately what comes out of it is truly what we've been talking about which is toya Mm -hmm. calls out Jackie because Mm -hmm. she's like, you know that Heavenly is becoming this way because you enable her because you Mm -hmm. all think that this is so funny. Mm -hmm. And we get to know the sort of backstory, which I also forgot, which was that Toya had introduced Heavenly to the group because they actually Mm -hmm. used to think that Damon and Heavenly were this aspirational couple. And instead of really embracing Toya like a little sister, Mm -hmm. she's essentially been bullying her. And we said, like, was it two episodes ago that when Toya is doing, like, all of these big extravagant things. She really is looking for Heavenly's approval because Heavenly was her aspirational friend. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that Heavenly in turn questions everything Toya does, Mm. delegitimizes everything that Toya does that's why Toya is crying in the bathroom with Jackie.
1: That's why she is so upset. It made so much sense, and I wish Toya would articulate that better in her yes. fights. She doesn't. But I immediately flashed when Toya was talking talking about that. I immediately flashed to Heavenly's first season. When Toya did introduce her to the group and then midway through the season, Toya was making fun of, uh, uh, Heavenly was making fun of Toya's behind, how big it was. Yes, yes. that In that uh, relay race that Jackie had, remember? Yeah. She was making fun of it. And then Jackie was making fun of both Heavenly and Toya. She was fat yep. them when the fittest is it issue. And so then I'm thinking that maybe Jackie, Heavenly and Jackie have bonded over the fact that Heavenly was able to lose weight. And she, mm. she Jackie approves of her. And so Heavenly feels empowered. And this is where it's all coming from that Jackie and Heavenly got closer because of that. And because Jackie approves of it, Heavenly feels empowered to now put down Toya even more.
0: Wow. Damn. Today's episode is breakthroughs after breakthroughs, Arthi. Mm-hmm. I told you, I took a break and I came back fully energized. I have so many. Now paging Dr. Arthi.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: it was great. I'm, But I'm excited. The preview for the next episode is so funny that they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to work with Lisa Nicole. The next preview is like, Lisa Nicole's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, she's in trouble with the
1: FBI. Do you know what happened?
0: No. So, we got to talk about it next episode.
1: The other, the whole thing was so funny where Heavenly just got up and pushed Lisa Nicole out of the way as she
0: got out of the house. <laughs> she did she was like get away from me she literally said get away from me yeah. like can you imagine walking into somebody's house they hug they greet well also lisa nicole put a goddamn like, measuring tape around heavenly's waist so it's like okay but also heavenly is warranted and being like get the fuck away from me uh, it was so good oh, yeah i was i was, love it. I I was, love was so mask.
1: scared that heavenly was gonna like punch her or something i know could you imagine? It's like you're
0: getting into her personal space there Ugh, it was so good alright oh, so funny. let's talk about Shahs of Sunset so the Shahs oh continue God. their trip in Palm Springs they play polo Paulina joins the crew and mm-hmm. Mike finally admits to having multiple textual partners
1: and Reza cries oh, and Reza God. and Reza and um MJ bond together the way they always bond which is Reza fixing MJ's MJ's dress because nothing fits MJ i
0: know <laughs> right? <'cause>... quite right <laughs> uh, so good so yeah. so okay let's talk about all of these various cuz Let's talk about the different verses, right? Because mm-hmm. this is a whole thing of Shaws and Sunset. You could have one episode where multiple people fight with multiple people, and it's just it, all of it is amazing. Because yeah. unlike Beverly Hills or any of the other Housewife shows, it's like you have one long, season-long big fight. And every yeah. season on Shaws and Sunset, there is usually one big fight, but right. they're so volatile and intense as people that every episode, like you could be best friends in the beginning and by the end you could be yelling at each other I just love it yeah you're saying there's so
1: much depth in there you could drown in there I wouldn't call it depth I'd call it a
0: shallow pond that I might (laughs) just sleep on by accident and then die (laughs) I'd say that's about. It's like the it It's only three inches to drown, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't know, if you know, in Urdu we say "dhakni pani right? Uh, yeah, like yes, it's, that's it's like literally a- die in a puddle. Okay, that's yeah. what that means. That's what that's
1: uh, that's one of our insults. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you literally literally a Drown yourself in a puddle. You're not even worthy of a pool. Anyway, this <laughs> this conversation went <laughs> to a whole other place, but my point is. All right. Let's talk about this. We should first do a of Urdu and Hindi
1: <laughs> curses. We should really do a special episode about just
0: the curses and translate them into oh, so English. Okay. Yeah. So the first argument was. Gigi versus Mike. Gigi yes. again is trying to psychoanalyze Mike and determine whether or not he's polyamorous. Do you and think Mike Gigi is... wants Mike in her polyamorous group? Like she wants Mike to be part of that polyamorous group? I don't think that she wants Mike to be part of her polyamorous group, but I think she doesn't want to be the only one to be in a polyamorous group. You know <laughs> what maybe I mean? she wants Paulina. <laughs> oh, great great yeah. great observation now mike then out of anger calls Gigi an unfit mother <laughs> <laughs> these guys are so crazy It's so crazy like in any other show this would be the one fight that would carry yeah. <laughs> over from multiple seasons but, but this so moved like, on it moved on so quickly on. i think Gigi even forgot and then the next 10 minutes it was all gone I have no idea what happened. Then we have Reza and MJ talking. This is how it happens. Okay. First yeah. Reza and my Reza
1: and MJ sit down. MJ adjusts herself. She lies <laughs> down properly. <laughs> I, just, I love MJ. I appreciate everything she does. I'm like. That's what I would do. It's very uncomfortable <laughs> to be sitting up yeah, and having all the weight drained down to your feet when you're talking to Reza. This is going to take a while. She lies down. She down. And then she talks. They both talk and they're like, we should, you know, pull it's his birthday. Let's not talk about it. Let's move on. And then Mike comes over and Reza doesn't move on. He starts <laughs> yelling and screaming. <laughs> And it's then so Pauline comes in. So Reza is like, it's his birthday. We cannot get him upset. And then the, he's like reminding himself. "No, you It's then, so funny. But you said that t- three minutes ago and he still got, got off. And then he goes into the room
0: and he's like... Oh, <laughs> It's not Shadows of sunset. If Reza isn't, but just bawling hysterically as if somebody has died, and it's so funny because the whole time it suddenly goes from Reza being mad at Mike to then Reza crying about not seeing shumps, but Mike yeah. has seen shumps. So it
1: didn't make like, any. He's sense. like, it's so I'm so upset that Mike came to your house and saw shumps, and. <laughs> Then
0: told you a cockamamie story. We need to borrow a- your husband's bulletin board where he's cracking this, <laughs> yes, his fostering he's upset about it. But I'm we like, what can- are you real We would what- pinpoint how these fights start because they make
1: no damn sense. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but why are you really mad? <laughs> and the whole time, MJ is like, just did you notice that MJ was
0: very calm, like she was. She was- like- So calm. She's been sober the entire episode. Yes.
1: Yes. And she is, she's very calm. She lets him say whatever nonsense he wants to say. She just nods. And she's like, okay. And he fixes himself. He's like, he cries, gets through it. Then he moves on. And she's like, okay. I feel like MJ, after she had the baby, she like looks at all of them. And she's like, you're all so infantile. Yes. And now that I have dealt with Shams, I know how to deal with all of you. You just let them have the tantrum. Yeah. and then get tired and then they get all right all (laughs) then you give shove some food in front of them and they're fine they're
0: fine they're (laughs) fine it was just so funny and then I like that MJ's like just nodding and then he's done and they're done but then in the confessional, she's like he has an entire restraining order against my (laughs) husband like why would I let you see the the child when you have a restraining order against the father. It's so insane. Okay. Yeah. So then they go to this polo party. Have you ever ridden a horse or played polo? I've ridden a horse
1: when I was a child on Juhu Beach. Oh. I nice. went on a pony ride. That's the only time oh, I've on a ridden pony ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't ridden um a- i i love horses and i want to learn how horse riding that's another thing on my bucket list
0: you're in the right state for that maryland is equestrian as fuck Mm -hmm. it's expensive as fuck too so i know it's such an expensive (laughs) white people come on knock Uh it off okay i've never ridden a horse but i have ridden a donkey Mm -hmm. And a camel multiple times. Oh, nice. I've ridden a camel and
1: I've ridden an elephant
0: multiple times. Oh, an elephant. So Indian. (laughs) Yes. What a a stereotype.
1: I know. Somebody asked me if there was an elephant in my wedding. I was like, no. I I only ridden them
0: before. Yeah. (laughs) I've ridden them, but no. I've never ridden a horse and I've never played polo. So I would be definitely like these shahs who are just like, mm-hmm. can we get cute in the outfits and just like yeah. hang out? Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely be like, as much as I hate Reza, I would be like Reza wearing I the wrong so shoes. I was so
1: amazed at MJ, how she stuffed herself into those pants. And I was so afraid that she was going to get on the horse and it was going to be like a big tear in the middle. No,
0: there's so straight I need, rubber.
1: I need MJ's tailor. I want somebody who makes clothes for MJ, MJ because that's the kind of body I have right now. And I need that. <laughs> I was like, uh, all I'm doing is watching MJ dress. And I'm like... Uh,
0: how does she squeeze into that? I don't know. I need to do that. I mean, most of her wardrobe is exclusively from, like, Fashion Nova, which is, like, what where TikTok stars buy their clothes from. <laughs> so it's, like... You know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that she's an icon in that way, but I do no, love the fact that I appreciate it the fits fact her. that MJ. I appreciate the fact that MJ from Jump and actually everybody on Shadows of Sunset mm-hmm. is very body positive. They are very yeah. They're extremely body positive. Yeah. So that is great. So at the Polo Lounge, Reza is actually being lovely to Paulina. And he's mm-hmm. like look, I want Paulina to be with Mike because she makes Mike a better person. And I want to make sure to validate her and make her feel loved and happy as much as possible so that she stays with Mike. But later on, we realize that this does not go so well because Mike starts to get paranoid that Reza is being a snake. Obviously, that's what they're alluding to. So Mike shuts it down. And then at the end of the night, after his birthday dinner, admits that the texts were actually from him. No shit, Mike. Yeah. And then he says, but I want to be honest. And I also want to be honest that there's a snake amongst us. And it's like, okay, (laughs) you're obviously talking about Reza. Yeah. We know he's the snake. He's the snake every season yeah it's he's literally i can see him slithering like right now yeah but the funniest thing about that was so earlier in the episode they showed mike's text exchanges and they yeah. labeled it mike sex yeah then at the end they show those same text exchanges after he admits <laughs> it and they say things mike actually said
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the editors have so much fun with this show. It is so, you can tell that they are having fun when they start doing all of this. They really the, are. Uh, the And then Mike, like, honesty is the best policy, right? And then he says it in such a way that he is not even ashamed or sad or upset about it. He says, like, he's proud that he's being honest. He yes. is so weird. He's like, if I were, even if I were being honest, I'm admitting to have not having been dishonest before. And that's not even in his consideration. He has the most, next to Ramona, I think he has the most delusional confidence in himself.
0: Oh yeah, that's a really good point. But I have to say, you know who really is bothering me in this situation? Paulina. Mm -hmm pauline mm-hmm. is a fucking snake yeah because she did this to mj last year mm-hmm. when mj mj also said some bullshit to paulina last year mm-hmm. but the way that she presented it to mike was like oh my god i'm so offended these women are so terrible right. i have a feeling that she's probably going to present what happened with reza the exact same way to mike mm-hmm. and there's so many people on the internet that are saying that paulina does all of this because she just wants to be a full-time cast member mm-hmm. i'm starting believe it because i don't understand how you have that drunk drag out fight with your boyfriend Mm -hmm. the episode or two episodes before he's gaslighting you telling you you're a drunk yeah and now you're totally comfortably admitting that yeah fine the texts were like i what happened in the middle
1: yeah and and to and to the to your point paulina has her kids yeah has her money so what is she seeing in mike with his sexting and his he's such a weasel and such a weak one too at that like what is she seeing in him other than the fact that he's
0: her gateway to the show yeah and he's dumb enough to believe that like she knows how to like work him up in a way to make him feel like oh you're important and i need you right like oh god mike i don't know i don't know i hope
1: i'm wrong but mike and his confessions and he just everybody's like okay everybody looks so disinterested did you see Gigi Gigi was so busy smoking and just checking her email and she wasn't even paying attention to Mike talking she was like yeah whatever I just love I love Gigi's attitude this season she's like you're all horrible terrible people and you've always called me horrible terrible but I don't have to play your game anymore (laughs) <laughs> That's true.
0: That's very, very true. Yeah. But I do think that, that when MJ is trying to talk to Destiny, mm-hmm. Gigi is being a little bit too late. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe, maybe shut up. Yeah. Also, I do think that it's really funny that Gigi's like, oh, I saw Shervin, mm-hmm. and all I want to do is yell poops to him. Yeah, I was like, what a weird friendship she has with Shervin. <laughs> I was surprised
1: that Shervin knew exactly what she's going through. He's like, yeah, Gigi gets too close to somebody and then you have yes. to go through a period of not being close to her before she lets you back into her
0: circle. Shervin knows her number, man. He knows yeah. her. I love that Nima says that. It's a rite of passage for you to be Gigi's friend and then for you to get iced out by her. Yeah. I loved it. I thought yeah. it was so funny. Yeah. They share, I wanted to know this because it's so funny. They start talking about sharing your sexual fantasies, but then it's like it's... comes out of
1: nowhere. They're like, "Okay, no one's talking. Let's sit down. I'm like, what's your sexual fantasy?" I'm like,
0: you, you just jumped into it. Like, I mean, so they do you. usually. But I thought it was so funny because London starts to talk about it in a way and all of the men are so bored. And I was like, yeah. This is now confirmation for me that none of the men on Shots of Sunset know how to have good sex because London <laughs> is describing something that most girls would be like, Oh shit, that sounds great. And then no, but that's that's the difference,
1: right? Men want to see their visual and they're not able to imagine it, but women no. can imagine it, that's why women can read. Yeah. You know, they read exotic stories and porn- pornographic stories, but they don't necessarily want to watch it. But men yeah. want need to watch it.
0: They need it explained in pictures. <laughs> it's so funny. It just cracked me up. I was like, wow, none of you know how the female body works. Okay, confirmation. Yeah. What's going to happen next episode? Obviously, we're going to get Tommy back on our screens, which is Mm -hmm. very exciting. It's almost like every season you have one target, but now it feels like on this season, every episode we have a new target, which is great. Mm.
1: Yeah, Mike is saying, Reza, you picked me as the scapegoat I'm oh,
0: gonna no, pick no, you. No. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: pick you. And Reza's exactly. like, how did how did I become the villain here? I'm like, you've always been the villain from day one. woody Yeah,
0: about? exactly. You got rid of your mustache, but you're mm-hmm. still a villain.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: but anyway, it was a good episode. I love Shah's episode. I think as
1: long as I don't see Adam, I think I'll be oh, fine. Great
0: point. This great episode point.
1: was good because we didn't have
0: Adam. That's a really good point. We've he not had to deal of, with he's him. He's such a downer.
1: Yeah, I hate him. The fun index comes down with Adam is in the screen. Exactly. And he's like he's a very... not in the, Because he's not in the group's um, scenes, now they're giving him special scenes with Reza, and they're so long. I'm like,
0: oh, ugh. you're right, because of the restraining order. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. I great don't mind point. a
1: long ass scene with Tommy
0: because he's funny. Adam is not. No, he's not. But it was a very fun episode, and I was cracking up the whole time. I was laughing the whole damn time. They make me laugh so hard this goddamn uh, show.
1: That would be a group that I would party with. I would love to just hang out with.
0: And just- I would be so scared of them. I'd First be like, of all, no. food.
1: There's, yes. There'll be a ton of
0: food. Yes. And there'll
1: be a ton of alcohol. It would just mm-hmm. be funny to watch them.
0: I think I'd be scared of getting bullied.
1: Probably. You would get bullied. <laughs> but if you go in, like, you know thinking of it as a rite of passage (laughs) that's
0: true you're right it's the rite of passage yeah all right well that's it for this week's episode we'll talk about housewives next week and you know we're gonna touch on i'm just gonna bring it up for one second right now but you do know portia got a tattoo (gasps) of eeyore Can you fucking imagine? She got her fiance's middle name tattooed. And Giselle admitted that she's no longer with Pastor Holy Whore. Okay, and Mike sent text messages to that girl. Like, this is not news. Yeah. This is not news, guys. And Joe Gorga doesn't pay his bills. Okay, hello, everybody. Get on board. (laughs) we know yeah all right well that's it for this week we'll talk about all the housewives on our saturday episode and we'll also be talking about family karma Mm -hmm. and uh if you are listening to this on wednesday make sure that you go to the family karma recap room on clubhouse in club bravo on thursday nights Mm -hmm. we'll talk to you on saturday